Welcome to Building Great Sales Teams, a show dedicated to making sales teams tick, tick, boom. Great sales teams are not recruited, they are built block by block. Let's get to work. Hey guys, I got a treat for you today. This is my interview with Chad Foster on his The Chaz Way podcast. I really like the way this interview went and I think you guys will get a ton of value from it. Everything from how I'm growing my brand, how to select leads, solar as a business and the difference makers that we're using to differentiate ourselves in the marketplace. And then probably most importantly, my mindset shift from a dictator entrepreneur to a family first business owner. That's a big deal, guys. I hope you get a ton of value from this. Check it out. Having the Chasway podcast. Thanks so much for being on. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate you guys so much. Super honored to have you guys here. Hey, I've got uh, a brand new guest today. This guy, Doug, D- do you go by Doug or Douglas? Doug. Doug works fine. Okay, perfect. Um, so this guy, you can find him online at uh, on IG at text. Let's see, TX Biz B I Z Dad D A D. So uh, text Biz Dad basically. Um, he's a Texas dude. If you couldn't figure that out by the handle, um, but this dude, like I asked him to be on because he's a workhorse. Like I bring on entrepreneurs. Sometimes we bring on motocross dudes. Sometimes we bring on friends. We bring on, I've had comedians on, I've had all kinds of people that inspire me in one way or the other. And a lot of times it is entrepreneur based guys, but dude, for me, like, I gotta, I gotta tell you, dude, like I, I recognize the hustle. And, uh, even though I don't know you personally yet, we just, we have some mutual friends, um, and mutual acquaintances through business, but dude, I just, I appreciate the hustle. Um, and I'll go one step further than that before I let you take the floor. And that is when I reached out to you, um, and I'll set that up here in a second, but when I reached out to you, not related to the podcast, you immediately represented to me servant leadership. That was the first thing. This dude's got servant leadership. And I'm like, this kind of guy I want in my corner. This kind of guy I want as my friend, this kind of person I want to have in my circle. And I value that so much. So thank you for that, first off. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, first off, for me, I want to say it's an honor being on your podcast as well. You know, uh, it's always a huge compliment when someone reaches out to me and asks me to be on it versus, you know, saying, hey, I heard you got a podcast, you know what I mean? Kind of insinuating you want to be on theirs. Right. Right. And so uh, that that's what you want. Right. You want to be able to reach out to someone and say, hey, come be on my podcast and get that positive feedback. So uh, an honor that you reached out to me for sure. And uh, also, I appreciate the compliment. Um, that's honestly a big, big impact that Apex has had on me since I've joined it. You know, it, it's taken me from looking for the lead and looking for the clothes and looking for the sale to looking for the service, right? And whether you end up just serving somebody or, you know, that service ends up being reciprocated in business, um, you you get fulfillment in that, you know? Uh, and absolutely. So, and, and, and creating that close group of friends that, that passes business back and forth, or maybe they don't, and they just lean on each other for different things and advice and stuff like that. Either way, it's great. I, I totally agree. And I think that that's part of the key. There's been a lot of seasons in my life where I have looked for, uh, and I hate to admit this, but it's true. I've looked for the benefit, right? I've looked for how does it benefit me? Not even necessarily from a selfish or greedy standpoint, more even really from a more naive standpoint, more from like, right. I didn't know better. But once I just realized like locking arms, building relationships and creating just true long like networking opportunities, whether that looked like, how can I serve you down the road, whether it's somebody needing a friend, whatever, 
whatever it's supposed to align like when you just open yourself up to that. Uh, that's when things I think fall into place. And so, um, so let me set this up, you guys. So I'm a part of Apex, which is just a really great uh, business-minded community. It's also, a, I think it's a family-based community. I really do believe that. Although I'm new to that aspect because I don't know a lot of the guys yet, I do believe that it stands for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, so yeah, so I'm at this event a few months ago in Dallas area and I see everything's branded. Like there's these energy drinks, this Argenta energy, and I'm not a huge energy drink guy, uh, but they were all over the place. And so actually it's funny because we had, we had VIP tickets. And so in our, in our, um, in our VIP bags, we had these are energy drinks, but then it was when we went to go to the David Goggins deal that you guys were slinging these energy drinks out to everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, by then it's like, I don't know. I think it had cooled down to a like brisk one Oh five by seven o'clock at night. Right. It was Texas weather at its yeah. finest in Frisco. Yeah. And so I'm like, I am sure taking one of these, they were iced down. I was like, pop a top, baby, let's go. And yeah. it was good, man. It was like, they're really, really good. And I'm not just saying that it was a good energy drink and listen, there's good and there's crappy energy drinks. There's both. Right. Yeah. Uh, and there's probably a, a wide array in between, but I liked it. And so Um, so then I still had one in my, in my VIP pack, you know? So when I came home, I like what any good parent would do, I gave it to my 15 year old, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, here you go, son. I mean, it's better than a beer, but I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, um, anyways, and so Braxton loved it, you know, he's like, then this is really good. And I don't just give him energy drinks all the time. He definitely doesn't need it, but I just want him to try. And so he loved it. So I I reached out to you to compliment the energy drink and, 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 I was just going to try and buy some. And you're like, man, dude, no, let me get you a couple of cases. Just, and, and, yeah. and also found out like, that's really, it's not on the market. You, you have them just because it's part of who you are, but right away mm-hmm. you're like, no, let me, t- let me take care of you. You know? And so I was like, dude, good, good human right there. You know? So that's how I knew about Argenta energy, but friends, the mm-hmm. deal is like, like Doug represents Argenta energy, Argenta solar. He has a, a badass podcast. Um, he's got branding like crazy. You also have this trailer and I think your trailer <laughs> was your trailer in Frisco at the event center. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was. So I saw the trailer up on, on, I saw it a few different times. And I'm like, this dude's everywhere. So I need to know you. So anyways, hey, without further ado, the longest, <laughs> most all over intro ever. This is this is Doug. Doug's in San Antonio, Texas. And he's a serious business dude. He is a, a family guy and, and he's a servant leader. So Doug, tell us more about where you're from, who you are and what you got going on in business. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm originally, I was born in Seguin, Texas. Um, I grew up in San Antonio and then all over the place, you know, military stepdad and uh so, but I ended up in Corpus Christi for 15 years from when I was 18 to like 33. Right. And, uh, that's where I started. My business was in, in Corpus Christi. And so we do, we do sales, direct sales. Right. And we made, we made a lot of our money in door to door. Right. So we're selling uh door to door for AT&T. We're slinging TV and internet. You know what I mean? We're those guys that knock on your door and annoy you in the evening. <laughs> you know what I mean? But by the end of the conversation, my guys are trained to create a relationship like we were talking about earlier. And so it doesn't feel like a sale by the time we're done with it. And we, we truly believe in the products that we represent that the customer is better off after they get them. And if you're in sales, any kind of sales, then you've got to believe that, you know, you can't just sell a product because it's high in commission or because everybody wants it. You know what I mean? You got to believe in the actual product. So AT&T was one of those products, you know, at the time we were selling UVerse. We were a uh, top five vendor for AT&T nationwide. And so we were winning all kinds of awards. You know, uh, at one point I had 13 different offices all over the U.S., all door-to-door selling AT&T. And uh, 
you know, we had 110 salespeople at that point that we were managing. And so, you know, we basically became a high level recruiting company. You know, there's a lot of turnover in sales and stuff like that. So uh, over the last few years, we've really tried to turn the corner and uh, become a niche boutique quality sales company. And so some of the ways that we're doing that is we only sell referral based on AT&T now. So if someone brings us the business, then we'll sell AT&T. And then on the solar side, we do door to door, but uh, that's our actual brand, right? That's our Genesis Solar. And uh, we take care of the customer. We deal with all the customer service and the back end and everything. We manage the installer group. And then we drop off uh, two cases of our Argenta Energy drink to every customer that signs up for solar. So that's one of the avenues that the energy drink does for us, right? And so um, they they get the energy drinks and they drink them. They love them for the most part. And then they hand them out to their friends and family. And on the back of the energy drinks, there is a catch here. (laughs) On the back of the energy drinks is a QR code that gives you a custom solar quote. So um, that was kind of the thought there at MDM. So we got a few solar sales from that at MDM. But we were really there to recruit. And so everything just kind of came uh, came together right before MDM. We had been formulating this custom energy drink. We had sponsored MDM because uh, we wanted to recruit salespeople as well as referral partners. And then the energy drink uh, actually got done being canned the week before MDM. And then I took delivery of the podcast trailer two weeks before MDM. You know what I'm saying? So it all kind of came together and I was like, man, this can be a huge event for us. Mm-hmm. And since then our brand, you know, whether it be Argenza or my personal brand has really blown up and it's all kind of come together for that. So it's been a wild ride the last couple yeah, it's, of months. It's really funny because right before we went on the air, we were talking about alignment or it might've been actually mm-hmm. before it's after I hit record, but it's, it is crazy how things align. You know, and that's a perfect mm-hmm. example. It's so funny how, yeah. Like, so two weeks beforehand, a podcast trailer lines out just uh-huh. a couple of days beforehand, the product comes out um, physically packaged in hand, you know, and uh, yeah. obviously you had planned that, but it, it, it the delivery happened, you know, so mm-hmm. there's other, there's other sides of the story sometimes that they don't work out. And so it's really cool that yeah. it did obviously um, from the outside looking in, I didn't know that. So your delivery was phenomenal because nobody would have known that from the outside. It looked like a yeah. well oiled machine. So good job on that. Um, Appreciate it. Secondly, let me just say to the listener um, sometimes folks will hear me talk about Apex and sometimes, uh, especially the last month or so, uh, I've had some guests on and we've talked about MDM. I've actually, I've done some, some different social media stuff talking about MDM million dollar mastermind mm-hmm. is what that stands for. Um, and it, it's basically, a net, um, it's an entrepreneurial based event, um, annually. This was my second year to go last year. I knew nothing about it. I knew, I didn't even know what Apex was until I was there and saw a bunch of dudes in black shirts with beards. Same. <laughs> really? Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to talk about that sometime. That's, that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. And, uh, I knew one of the speakers and that's the only reason I went is because I wanted to go support her and then, uh, found out who all the other speakers were and I was jacked up. And then this year they just massively over-delivered. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I say that only for one reason, I, I have never, ever plugged apex or recruited and asked people to be a part of it. I don't, I'm not affiliated in any way other than as a member, 
um, or million dollar mastermind. What I will say is that, um, first of all, success leaves clues. And mm-hmm. when you invest in yourself, you're investing in your future. You're not just investing in your future. You're investing in your legacy. And, uh, I don't want to get all weird and sappy or trip people out, but my, my intention always is to bring value. Right. And so I think that for people that are listening, um, sometimes when you hear things like what we're talking about right now, it's easy to tune out because it yeah. doesn't necessarily register right away because maybe it's a language not everybody speaks Uh, but Mm -hmm. it's going to an event that maybe seems odd or weird or why would you pay to go sit in a room with people um it's because it's because the 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 energy the aura the vibe the people that are in that room the experiences that you can have the person that hands you this random energy drink you've never heard of it's the connections it's the networking those are the things that can build lifelong forever relationships that are really really truly so valuable right and so Mm -hmm. um you know, and then you have the opportunity to be there and hear like incredible, incredible speakers um, and make memories, frankly. Right. And so million dollar mastermind was exactly that this year, again, massively over delivered, went from a building of three or 400 people last year to um, this year, you know, almost 3000 people. Um, I think probably three or four times the amount of guest speakers and on a huge, huge international scale. Um, and I, and obviously I'm not telling you that you were there, but I am telling the listener, like this is, yeah. This is a really cool thing to go to and just to be in the room in the company of such uh, incredible people. And and I want folks to understand this, believe it or not, because I was skeptical as well many times in my life. Um, believe it or not, generally speaking, I certainly cannot speak for everybody in the room. And I'm not going to speak that everybody's intentions are the same, but I would say as a general statement, the intentions of the people that are at events like this, they want you to succeed. And that's really cool. It's really cool. You know, it doesn't matter what your business facet is. People want others to succeed. And so I think that's super cool. So dude, tell me about this podcast trailer. Cause like, that's, that's cool. I started in radio at 18. Like I, uh-huh. I love the finding the podcast for me has been something that has brought a joy out of me. I'm 45. Now yeah. this has been something that has, it's given me a joy. I didn't know I'd ever find again. Cause I feel like it, it brings me back to some roots. So tell me about this trailer, dude. Oh man. So First of all, I got to start with the podcast in the first place, right? So part of Apex is you get access to a course called Building Your Machine, right? Mm -hmm. And the higher levels of the course is basically to start a podcast, you know? And uh, so I hadn't gone through the course. I still haven't gone completely through the course. And hopefully none of my Apex coach or none of my really good Apex friends are listening. (laughs) So I'm going to get in trouble. But I did see that like at the executive level, everybody had a podcast. So I want to be a part of the cool kids. So I was like, okay, I need to start a podcast. What the heck am I going to talk about? And so I asked myself when I'm in these rooms with these, you know, high net worth, high producing individuals or entrepreneurial minded individuals, what do I have to offer them? And it's building sales teams. I've been building sales teams for 12 years. Mm. And so I decided to do the podcast centered around that. You know, I love the general entrepreneur minded podcast but I also love the specific tactical ones, you know, like there's one out there called uh, solopreneur uh, Taylor uh, does that podcast. And it's great for people that are in solar like me, you know what I mean? And so I wanted one for building sales teams. And so that that's where I started. Um, I hired a uh, uh, pod. Uh, wow. Blanking on this one, Sebastian Rusk. <laughs> I hired Sebastian Rusk to consult me on basically how to get started, right? The equipment to buy, uh, the artwork, you know, the, the teasers, everything that goes into promoting a podcast, he kind of gave me the platform to operate on. And so 
I didn't, I didn't do that half ass. I went all in, you know, I think I spent like five grand for a consulting fee from him. And, uh, and so I went all in on that and it became part of our SOPs on the back end, Right. And so, you know, every time we put out an episode, we have a teaser for it. We have all these things that go in, into place and I have a whole team supporting me. You know what I mean? You said you recognize the, the hustle and the grind. Well, a lot of that is my team. Right. And so, um, when, so Patrick Bolanos, which he owns trailer Kings, he's another apex executive. Um, he basically builds trailers from scratch. Right. And he mainly does food trailers, but he can build anything that goes on a trailer. Right. Um, you know, he's, he's doing recording studios. And, uh, so he put out, he put out a post like, Hey, I'm building this podcast studio for myself. And then whenever I bring it to flying Fridays or I bring it to MDM, I'm going to rent it out and I'm going to have a little side hustle here, you know, maybe make a couple grand in a day off people renting out my podcast trailer. So I saw this thing and he's like, let me know if you want me to build one for you and you can run the same business model. So in my head it's like, no, I want that for my podcast. You know what I mean? I don't want to charge other people for it. I want to use it to shoot episodes for me. Yeah. And so I reached out to him and I asked him for a quote and it came out to like 35 grand or so. And I, and I was like, okay, that's freaking expensive, you know, but as I try to justify the cost and everything, you know, I did an ROI on leads for consulting that I would get from this and, and recruiting and brand awareness and all that. And And it is, it's a giant, rolling billboard anywhere you go there's my face and my podcast and then a qr code to be able to download it right and so uh after i justified it in my head i I got to knock some money off the price because i was actually in the middle of purchasing a uh, ford f-150 the uh hybrid right and so it's got a generator in the truck and so you can plug a trailer right into the bed of the truck so i was like i had already started purchasing this thing because I wanted it for camping and some other things. And like you said, alignment earlier. And so this podcast trailer comes up and it turns out that it can support the truck can support the trailer. So yeah. I don't need the generator. So he knocks the generator off ends up being like 30 grand or so. And so wired him the deposit to get it started. But my one caveat was I want the one that you have right now. Cause he already had it halfway built out. So I was like, I want the one that you have right now. And he said, deal. And so wow. uh, he finished, he finished it out. And a couple of months later, I was able to, to pick it up for MDM. And this oh, thing so- is freaking sweet. I mean, you've seen, I'm sure the pictures and some of the video and stuff from it, it basically is like a recording studio and uh, it's got two chairs and a TV. You can throw the, the uh, podcast logo up on there. It's got three camera angles, you know what I mean? And it comes with the roadcaster, all the cameras, everything built into the trailer, you know what I'm saying? And uh, the only thing is the gas mileage is horrible. <laughs> That thing is heavy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting like five miles per gallon. So I make sure whenever I hook it up that I'm going to shoot like four or five episodes and get my money's worth out of that gas. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so do you find that you use that? Like, are you using that as your studio for the most part then? Um, or just no. when you go remote? So, yeah. So when I do, it's, it's only for in-person, right? Sure. Uh, so if it's in-person, I'm going to use the, the trailer for okay. sure. Um, if it's a, a virtual one like this, then I'm just going to use my setup here at the office, you know, gotcha. for the most part, because it does, it does cost me like $200 just to bring it to the office, set it up, hook it up to the truck and everything and get it rolling. But yeah, the, the content that I'm getting from that is just great. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the two angles and um, 
the background of the trailer is beautiful. It's, it's really well put together. And so it just elevates, you know, when people see the podcast, you know, they see the cover art and then they see the reels behind it or the TikToks or whatever the case, it just elevates the validity of the podcast, you yeah. know? So it's really Absolutely. cool. It's great. For That's content. awesome. Are, are you, do you have somebody doing all your editing? You may have, I think you have mentioned this earlier. You have someone that's editing all your social stuff or uh, all your, yeah, all the stuff. A hundred percent. So um, initially it was me. Right. And then we sourced a VA uh, through double X digital, which is uh, Brandon and Jose. Did, they did a great job with that. And so that VA is now my social media director and she does social media for Argentina solar um, uh, Arch of the Field Solutions, and then my personal brand, uh, Doug Mitchell, right? And so, uh, and, then, and, that, and that's the whole deal. It's not a full-time position, not even for a VA, right? And so um, she's, she's really good about that. She can chop up the content and everything. And now she's got an assistant, right? So kind of the, the way it works for me is I also have uh, my media manager, which is Ryan, and he does all the shooting. You know what I mean? So he shoots with the, with a, a company cell phone. He shoots with a, a company camera. So whenever I go to events like that, he's constantly shooting. And so he creates the content. He also produces the podcast, right? So he does all the editing okay. uh, for the actual audio piece. And then my VAs do the content pieces, which is like the reels and stuff like yeah, that. Chopping it all up. Use so it he'll, out. he'll upload at night. And then by the time we wake up the next morning, we got three or four pieces of content that they're already posting and putting out for me so that's why I kind of felt bad you're like oh man you're hustling it's like man it's my team they're they're doing an amazing job so it really allows me to shoot three podcasts a week so that's three hours of my time and everything else is done by them yeah no that's great yeah that is still part of the hustle like don't discredit yeah. yourself like because you had to create that machine you know yeah, absolutely so, I mean definitely definitely that the credit goes to you for that and then obviously continuing credit goes to your to the folks that you're working with. That's awesome. So I love that about the podcast and you talk about, you know, creating sales teams, recruiting, mm -hmm. building, growing. Um, let's talk for a second before I go, let's, let's, before I shift, let's talk about solar. Solar okay. is definitely becoming a household name. Let's, for those of us that don't know, cause in Oklahoma um, it's, it's becoming more popular. Uh, and in real estate, like I, we're talking about it a lot in real estate as mm -hmm. well. Uh, more and more. I have, I listened to a podcast, Bradley. I'm a huge Bradley fan. He's out in yeah. Vegas and Bradley's in the solar game now, you know, and he's, well, he pitches solar to everybody on his show. They're talking solar. So uh -huh. I hear more about solar from Bradley than probably anybody else, nice. but tell me about solar. I definitely think there's a, a, a massive growth in Texas, but like in a nutshell, why is solar valuable and, and, and what's the, what's the growth track on it? So there's a, a couple of different ways to look at solar. 90% uh, of solar sales is very simple. It's, okay, I have this energy cost, right? And like everything else, this my energy cost is going to go up. This is the energy that I get from the grid. My energy cost is going to go up like everything else. You know, if you look at a car purchased 25 years ago, it was double the price, right? So on average, what we quote is 4% nationwide energy cost is going to increase, period. You're not going to be able to get away from it. You can't run from it, right? It's, it's like inflation, right? And that's not including inflation. So 4%, it's going to go up. So all you're doing with solar, people get it way too confused. They say it's expensive. They say it's this huge investment. All you're doing is you're saying, hey, I want to own my energy cost now. And so I'm going to purchase these solar panels which are going to replace my energy that I'm getting from the grid, right? I'm going to purchase these. So, and this is layman's terms. I'll, I'll go through the technical stuff, but 
I'm, I'm going to purchase these solar panels up front. I'm going to finance them for the next 25 years because that's typically how long they last, right? And then they're guaranteed for, okay. right? They're guaranteed for those 25 years. And I'm going to say, okay, according to, to this, if I lock in this financing payment right now that I've just purchased these panels for, so let's just say I'm paying 250 a month for my energy from the grid right now. And last, last year I was paying 235, 240, right? It's going up every year. But I'm paying 250 a month right now. My financing payment for solar is like 230, right? So already, all right, I'm saving 20 bucks, right? Typically the utility charges like 20 bucks to hook up solar and to actually get the credits and stuff like that. So you've got a utility uh, slash energy payment for 20 bucks. You've got your solar payment for 230. All right, you're at a wash year one, right? But you finance, you finance it, your payment's going to stay the same for the next 25 years. However, your energy costs would have gone up over the next 25 years. So you're locking in your energy costs for the next 25 years, and you're able to, to lock in that and save, save that money over the next 25. And typically, right now, I think our average savings over that 25 years is around 21 to 22 grand is what they're saving. Wow. In energy savings. So there's a second level to it, right? I don't want to be tied to the grid, right? And so the way that they're doing that with a traditional, the 90% of what most consumers are buying right now is they're taking that energy from the solar panels and they're putting it back on the grid. They're getting credit for it. And then that's crediting to the bill that they're using from grid tied energy, right? And so they're technically not using the energy that they're creating for their own home. Okay. So that, that's 90% of solar sales. That's how that's happening. Okay. So new technology has come out. They're called microinverters. Okay. They convert the energy to, to home compatible energy, right? From the solar panels. And again, this is all layman's terms. There's technical terms for this stuff. So, so it's going straight into the home now, right? But what happens, you can't be off grid because what happens when it's cloudy or it's not producing enough or whatever the case is, right? So you got to be grid tied with that. All right, so that, that's the second level where the energy is going straight into your home. You don't need the credits necessarily. You're only going to use the grid energy when you're not producing enough or at night, right? Okay. So at that second level, you also want a battery backup because you're going to feed that battery throughout the day when you're overproducing, and then you're going to use that battery's energy at night when you're underproducing. Sure. Or you're not producing at all. And so if you set up the system properly, that system, you will be technically off grid, but you'll have the grid should there be some type of emergency, right? Okay. So that system, you'll technically be uh, off grid uh, for 90, 95% of the time until you need grid energy. You have a party or something at night. You're not producing enough. You use all your battery by 2 a.m. and then you use the grid for a couple more hours till the sun comes out, right? The last one is there is no grid. You know what I mean? And you're, you got solar on the roof. You got your battery backups, you know what I mean? And then you got something like a generator, propane or gas that, that supplements, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's three levels to it. And the way that I look at it, the first two levels are grid tied, obviously. The, the second level is my favorite place to be because you're in control of your power. You know what I mean? When the grid turns off, you still have power. The first mm -hmm. level, when the grid turns off, you don't have power. Mm -hmm. Remember, you're only getting credits for the energy you're producing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't understand those levels to it. And so that, that's what, that's where I try to educate them a lot and understand that, Hey, if you're, if the grid turns off, you're not going to have energy. You need to understand that before you buy the system. You know what I'm saying? And most people are doing it for the financial reason. That's it. They're okay. not doing it for emergencies. 
you know, uh, bad weather preparedness, any of that. They're doing it for financial reasons. They want to lock in that, that rate and they, and they want the tax credit. The tax credit's huge. A lot of people are taking that 26% tax credit they're getting, which on average is about 10 grand, uh, 10 to 15 grand. Uh, and they're taking that and they're putting it in an investment vehicle because the, the finance, solar financing is around 2%. So they're putting it in an investment vehicle that's making them 10%, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then there's also, uh, we, we take it a step further and I'm going to stop myself after this. I'll keep talking. <laughs> we take it a step further and we set people up with a tax consultant that can actually offset the cost of depreciation from the residential solar system so that they can get even more tax credits over the next five years. And they spread that tax credit out. It's like a $400 cost. We pay for that just as an added value to our customers. Wow. So. <clears throat> well, that's awesome. I appreciate the explanation on that. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know much about it. I'm obviously learning a little bit from you on this. Yeah. How much when you go, so are you door knocking on this then? Or you mean your team is 90%. Yeah. We do some lead gen and then we have referral partners like roofers and realtors and stuff like that as well. Okay. So when you're and are you currently just operating out of Texas, your particular company? Yeah, we, so our, our, our to market strategy is to be local. Okay. So I don't want to be the nationwide. I, I can, I can install in 29 states, right? But that's not my goal. My goal is to everybody in Corpus Christi, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, and in Houston, Texas, to know my brand, Argenta Solar, whether it's through the energy drink, advertising, door-to-door, uh, referral. You know, I want to become omnipresent in South Texas. Okay. All right. So in that, um, how much, like, how long has your company, how long has the solar company been going on? The solar division is about 10 months old. And then Argenta is 12 years old. Okay. So with solar being a baby, are you, mm-hmm. when somebody knocks on a door, is, is it, are people dumbfounded like, huh? Or is it becoming pretty mainstream conversation now? So it's, your feedback? It's, it's becoming mainstream conversation. Um, rarely do we knock on a door and people haven't been visited by a solar salesperson already. Interesting. Okay. Because we're, you know, obviously we're targeting areas that are, we're going to do better in, you know what I mean? You don't want to target low end homes because they're not going to uh, pass financing. Right. And every now and then you get the diamonds in the rough. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? You get grandma that's been there for 30 years, amazing credit. Right. Um, and then you've got the higher end homes that are gated, you know, their, their house managers are entering the door or they won't answer the door because they don't answer the, you know, door to door salespeople. Right. So you got this middle class, you know what I mean? And so if you're in door-to-door sales period, you're going to operate in the middle class, kind of like that 200 to $350,000 home range is where okay. you want to be They're They're not so stuck up that they're not going to answer the door, but they're not like everybody answers the door, but nobody has good credit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're in okay. that middle ground. So you found your sweet spot so far. Yeah. Cool. So uh, typically they'll have been visited by somebody that's selling uh, solar door to door or something to that effect, right? Uh, but the education piece is a huge piece. That's why the actual sale probably takes a little over an hour because you really want okay. them to be fully educated on it. And you, okay. just, you can't slam people anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like consumers are incredibly educated and they understand what salesmanship is. You know what I'm saying? So you, you really have to go value first, education first. You know yeah. what I mean? And then when you're closing, you're just closing with a sense of urgency at that point. That's awesome. And um, so whenever you're doing this, are they, do you feel like the, 
um, excitement is there? Do you feel like people feel a sense of, cause I, what I feel when I'm, when I'm hearing you talk about it to me, that gives mm -hmm. us, a, it makes me think of when I bought my first home, like this sense mm -hmm. of like, um, some ownership. freedom, you know, ownership, yeah. oh, man, absolutely. to the max. And do you, you do feel like you see that, that, that people are excited. So entrepreneurs. Yes. So when you knock on the door of an entrepreneur and you say, Hey, you can take control back from the energy companies they're through the roof. Cause we're all about that. We yeah. want control of our lives. We want control of our time, of our money. We want that freedom, right? Our mission statement is we help each other achieve freedom. That's another thing that's on the, the energy drinks is our, our core values are on there as well as our mission statement. And um, so that's a big deal we like to talk about. You know, now you're taking control back from the energy companies. You're producing your own energy, you know, and you're determining what that costs based on the panel costs, the install costs, everything there. And uh, getting that control back, they do get excited about that 100%. That's so good to hear. Yeah. That's awesome. Where did you find a passion for solar? So it, and I'll be honest, it's, it's not really a passion for solar. Solar is the vehicle to help the people that work with me achieve freedom, whether it's a referral partner, uh, more importantly, my salespeople, my W2 uh, salespeople, um, that, that's where the passion's at. When I first got into this business, I was just a hustler looking for a six-figure income. You know what I'm saying? So when I first started knocking on doors, I was super excited because I made $2,000 in a week. You know what I mean? And, and this is selling cable. You know, our average commission for cable was 75 bucks. So you imagine how many people I had to sell to make two grand, mm -hmm. but there was no cap. Like nobody could stop me from signing up 30 people a week, right? So once I recognized that opportunity, then it turned into, okay, how do I create this for others? And then as I got into the business longer and longer, I got jaded and it was, it was harder and harder to see, hey, am I really creating a six-figure opportunity here or am I creating, uh, uh, what, do, what do you call it, when you come in and out? Um, revolving door. Revolving door. Yeah. What am I really creating? Here? Yeah. And so that's why the last couple of years, and especially since joining Apex, we've really focused on what we call our freedom training, yeah, which is helping them understand, okay, these are our core values. This is what we operate on. If you're down with this, we want you, you know what I mean? And then from there, we're going to teach you how to make 50 grand, right? And we're going to help you understand taxes. And then we're going to teach you how to make a hundred grand and how to get into management. We're going to help you understand how to lead people, right? How to operate on those core values. So you can continue to, to create that culture. Mm -hmm. And we're going to teach you real estate investing. And we're not teaching it. We're bringing in our Apex friends and family. We're bringing in our RBO family, you know, easier accounting, Trevor and Kale, those guys coming in, doing a training for us on taxes. We record the training. And then now all of our people coming in have that recording and can watch it and can understand, okay, what, what do I need to do to keep more of my money? You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, and, and so going into investing and then going into mindset, you know, we had, uh, oh man, Lori, I can't remember her last name. But uh, she has a company called Zen Rabbit, and they teach companies how to meditate, basically. Mm. And so we had her on our company-wide training call uh, a couple of weeks ago. We had uh, Tessa Bella Jelton, which she's a real estate influencer. You may have heard of her. I've not. Um, uh, you'll come across her being in real estate. Uh, but she's also in Apex, and uh, she, she brought the uh, digital real estate investment to our company. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And so that, that's a very uh, low level investment, like six or seven grand. 
that you can get into these uh, websites that are supercharged with SEO for spe specific products. And then business owners rent them. Wow. And so this is an easy way for my people who just made five grand in a week for the first time in their lives to put some of that aside and say, hey, I'm going to put it aside for this investment. And then I'm going to make that investment. And, you know, I have this education piece that Tessa taught us on, you know, what it does and, you know, what are my returns going to be? And it's their first time investing in it, you know? Mm. And so, and then it's getting into how to be present with your family. You know what I mean? Uh, how to, you know, we do, we do all kinds of stuff, 75 hard, we do G code, you know, we create all that culture in our company and through all those things that we're teaching these guys. And then we're practicing ourselves because we got to be the example, right? Through all the things that we're teaching these guys and we're practicing ourselves, we're helping each other achieve freedom, which is our mission statement. So that's yeah. really where my passion is. Solar is an amazing vehicle for that. It's new, like you said, it's an emerging market. You know what I mean? The margins are, are, are great on it, you know? And um, the work that goes into it is justifiable for those margins, you know? Because a lot of people see the one deal, but they don't see the eight others that didn't work out. You know, it's just like real yeah. estate, you sure. know? The, the homeowner only sees that, that, that one listing that you got commission on. They're like, oh man, you got, you made six grand on that. You know what I mean? But were you with me when I showed 200 houses, you know what I'm saying? To make this six grand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of the, it's, it's, it's kind of like that. And, in, in solar, it just gets us to achieving freedom a little faster. I like it. And, <clears throat> what is your, um, what, like, I know you got, you have w, W2 and people that you're working with. <laughs> How many people roughly are on your team? So we just, we just took a loss. You know, we had a leader in our company uh, blatantly not operate in our core values, which one of them is we operate with integrity and he in front of the whole team wasn't doing that. And so we had to cut them loose. And because of that, we lost some people, you know, which is part of the process. You know, a lot of people say they operate on core values. That's actually operating on core values. We probably lost so we lost five people through that. And because they were uh, our referral partner division, because they were responsible for all these referral partners, it's probably about a million in revenue that we lost mm, in wow. gross commissions. And so that was recent. So we're down to about 20 right now. Okay. You know, but uh, one of our huge targets was, okay, we want a hundred six figure earners within our organization. And so um, right now our average income for those 20 is about 74 grand a year. So we're getting, we're pushing up to that mark to mm -hmm. where the average is going to be six figures and all of yeah. our targets have us trending to that. So that's, that's awesome. kind of what we're focused on. <clears throat> Out of the 20 people that you feel like are, that you're working quote unquote, maybe hands on with, do you feel like 20 of those 20 are receptive, coachable, learning and, and, and open-minded? Yeah, the only ones I couldn't speak on is the one that we hired today in San Antonio. So I haven't interacted with him enough to know that, but every one of those are, I would say about 15 of them have been with us for a year or more. That's cool. So we're, our, we are no longer that revolving door, which is yeah. rare for a sales organization. It is. And it's, and that's cool. Cause that was one of the things you said is that it is such a revolving door, typically mm -hmm. speaking. <clears throat> what do you think? I mean, I'm going to just say core values is going to be one of the biggest parts of that, mm -hmm. but it, was there a shift? Was there at some point where you saw the balance move, lean over more towards re retention when you mm -hmm. made some shifts in your business, when you started retaining them more, started creating a different atmosphere? Yeah. So uh, shortly after I joined Apex, we shut down our door-to-door -door division, division on the AT&T side. 
So because of the relationships I had in Apex and my coach, it forced me to look at the ROI on that door-to-door division. And so we had this MDU division that only had, you know, I think at the time it had three people in it. And those three people were all earning 75 grand a year plus. And then we had the door-to-door division where our average income was 32 grand a year. And so they were selling the same product. Okay. And so Apex forced me to look at those numbers and say, hey, just because I've been operating for 10 years door-to-door AT&T doesn't mean that I need to keep doing this. And this, you know, the amount of recruiting it took to hire one decent door-to-door salesperson when I had this six-figure position on this other campaign uh, and they were knocking down the door to work at that on that campaign, I, I need to switch gears here. So we switched from door-to-door um, impulse sale-based to referral-based. And we, and we did that through leasing agents at apartment complexes. Okay. Right. So the, the salespeople would uh, develop relationships with leasing agents or the apartment complex, and then they would send them their new move-in, sign them up for AT&T verse, and uh, right. internet and TV. And so that, that, that transition worked out really well. And then at that same time, we got into solar. So it's like, okay, if we are knocking doors, then we want to make, you know what I mean? We want our salespeople to make anywhere from, you know, three grand to seven or eight grand to sell. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they're right now they're, shoot, we've finally started having that happen consistently. And so we have two girls, they're our best closers. They're closing one to two a week. They did 30 grand last month in commissions. Yeah. That's awesome. But it took them probably four or five months to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like real estate. It's the sales cycle. You know, yeah. it takes a lot. You know, real estate is, uh, what is it, 90 days to closing, mm-hmm. typically? Yeah, so uh, solar is like 45. Mm. So. Yeah, but, I mean, that's incredible, though. And just the fact that you have a couple of strong people that are leading from the front, that's mm-hmm. going to create, it's going gonna, it's gonna to encourage the atmosphere for others to want to, to be driven to follow that, you know what I mean? So that's, that's super cool. It sounds like, even though, like you said, you've taken a couple of hits, those are all temporary, you know, those are all things that are going to, those temporary. So you'll grow, you know, you'll far exceed what you were at before. So Mm -hmm. no big deal. That's awesome, man. What, what fires you up? What fuels you? What, what is, what's exciting for Doug in life? I would say right now it's, it's my family, you know, um, you know, the cliche thing is always say they're my why, you know, but when you look at what you really want out of it, they're part of that. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? And they're part of your legacy that you're going to leave behind. They're going to tell stories about you and they're going to tell who you actually were versus what you created. Um, but that, but that, that's what gets me fired up right now. I would say, you know, if you look at a lot of my social media posts, they're family centric, you know, and uh, it's because, I've gone from being the entrepreneur that was like, Hey, I'm the breadwinner. I'm the protector. I bring home the bacon. You know what I mean? And, and, and you guys benefit from that to being the uh, entrepreneur. That's like, okay, I'm going to architect my life around you guys because I'm putting y'all first. And if I can't be successful without sacrificing my time with my kids or my time with my wife or, um, my, my time for myself, whether it's like spending time on my body or my nutrition or whatever the case is. Um, if I can't be successful without putting those things first, then I don't need to be successful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be a successful husband, 
father and human than a successful entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But what always happens when you focus on those things, then the success follows in your business. Yeah. Because the more fulfilled you are at home, the more fulfilled you are when you have wins at work. Yeah. And all, and all of a sudden your relationships with your company, the people in it and their wins become your fuel versus the bank account mm. versus the dollar amount that you're seeing on your check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you can learn to motivate yourself that way, don't get me wrong. You're going to go through a period that you're going to feel like you're going backwards, you know, mm. which is exactly what happened when I fired that guy based on core values, I literally watching my, my gross income do this, you know what I mean? And then spending more time at home, you know what I mean? Less nights working, less weekends working and, and more weekends being present with my family. I'm watching it, you know what I mean? But it's leveled, you yeah. know, and my happiness overall is through the roof versus before, you know, eight years ago when I did, you know, 5 million in commissions and was managing 110 people, I was miserable, mm -hmm. depressed, you know, not healthy, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I much rather prefer the, the version of me now than, than back then. And then when I do have that success again, it'll be built on a strong foundation. I was just gonna say, when you have that success now, like your systems are in place, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's phenomenal, dude, that's, that's, that's incredible. I think that's super cool. What, um, so family's important. I think that's awesome. I yeah. think it's, I mean, I'm, I'm super impressed that you're building a, a well-oiled machine. Truly. Do you, um, do you get out and do you, do you, I know obviously networking's huge. Are you building relationships with friends? Are you still able to connect and do real life? Sometimes we get so focused on mm -hmm. business that we don't get to do, um, what I call heartbeat stuff, like just yeah. real life stuff. Are you, are you able to make sure that you're, you're getting that as well? Yeah, the beautiful thing now that I'm a part of these masterminds that I am part of is that I get to do both, right? Cool. And so like today, for instance, I have this uh, investment I made in a watch collection. Uh, it was about six months ago. And the watch collection, I bought it for 41 grand. And uh, the retail price of all the watches when you put them together was about 72. So it was an instant flip, right? I don't know anything about flipping stuff. Right. So I'm sitting on it. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll wait a couple of years and then I'll put the whole collection up for sale. You know what I mean? And then I'll make my flip then. And, uh, and I keep seeing, uh, Remy Salvador post about his phone flipping business. And I mean, he's killing it and he's making six figures buying phones from his local marketplace and selling them on eBay. Right. He's, he's, he's Gary V 2.0. Right. <laughs> um, and so he's killing it. And, uh, I'm seeing this and I still not making the connection yet. And then Brandon Rooks, which is in, in apex as well, um, reaches out to me. Cause he's the one that sold me the collection. Right. And he's like, Hey, have you seen what Remy's doing? Why don't you just have him sell your collection on consignment? And so, uh, I reached out to Remy and I said, Hey, would you be interested in this? You know, it's not exactly like phones, but it's a uh, high end, you know, watches and, um, you know, 10% consignment fee you know, you make six, seven grand and I make my flip. Right. And so, um, he comes into the office today and takes a look at the collection and everything. And so we agree on a consignment fee and he agrees to take on the collection. And so he takes some of the watches and he's going to, uh, put them up on eBay and all that. And I'm like, Hey, you want to grab lunch? And so we go to lunch and we realize we have a lot in common. Like most entrepreneurs do, you know, childhood overcome odds, 
have successful mm-hmm. businesses now. So we connect on that level. And so now I've gained another friend and a business partner, at least with this watch collection. Yeah. So that's kind of how it, it happens, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about, and you can create one in your own town. You know what I'm saying? Like you could reach out to local business owners that you know, and y'all meet once a week and y'all discuss your big problems, you know? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're talking about your kids and your barbecue you're having this weekend and you invite them over. And then all of a sudden your circle of influence, you don't have to pay this large amounts of money to a mastermind. You can do it yourself if you're willing to do the work. Yeah. All of a sudden you're, the people you're surrounded by are the people that are elevating you and pushing you to the next level, you know? Mm-hmm. And so once I found Apex and I realized, hey, there's other people out there like me. I mean, you assume there are, but they're not where you are. You know what I'm saying? And now you're going to a place where they congregate. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. It's so, so, it's so, uh, it's refreshing. It's really, it really is refreshing. That's super cool. All right, man. A couple more questions. First is, are you reading a book right now? Yes, I'm reading. uh, (laughs) I've been reading it for like six months because, you know, what happens is, so I did 75 hard and I did phase one. You have to read 10 pages a day during those two programs. Um, and I have a book at the office. I have a book at home. I have a book in my truck. I, you know, you, you place all these books just in case, you know what I mean? Yeah, never so know where I'll be. You, you don't miss that. So one thing I've been diving into that I haven't dived into my whole life without being forced to is the Bible. Okay. So that's on my, my office desk. And then uh, another one is uh, Will you know, the, the Will Smith, uh, self-biography, uh-huh. which is so interesting and such a great, uh, great book. And I've been reading that for about six months. And then the last one is, um, oh man, don't butcher this, uh, power. And it's written by the chief culture officer from Netflix. Really? And, uh, that was actually re- recommended to me by Ryan Stuman. Okay. And uh, uh, I've been reading that book on and off for a couple of months as well. And wow. I, li- I kind of like doing it that way because I get a little piece. I'll take some notes. I'm a very analytical, tactical type person. So I'll hear something and I'm like, okay, I got to start doing that. So I take notes in my phone. I have thousands of pages. Uh, actually, I'm up to 989 notes in my phone right now. That's so, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's good. I mean, but those that's are the super three. Cool. Yeah, those are the three that I'm into right now. I'm looking yeah. around my desk to see if there's any others, but no. Okay, gotcha. What uh, What do you think the most impactful book that you can think of off the top of your head that you've read has been? Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Yeah, yeah, and it's such a common answer by so many people. It is. It's it's uh, for especially for salespeople. It's the playbook. It's understanding yeah. that hey, I need to shut my mouth and listen, you yeah. know, and uh, if I and then, and then when you get into sales management, helping others get what they want so you can ultimately get what you want, you know, sure. and you think it's money at first, but then you realize it's the impact that you make on their lives. It's what you really want. Yeah. Which that, I mean, that is truly like you talk about gratification. I mean, money doesn't, money can bring you a lot of happiness and a lot of great mm-hmm. things, but boy, when you can, when you can do something and see joy and happiness on somebody's face, that really is, is a pure happy is happiness, you know? And, and we need to get rid of this, this social media narrative that it's one or the other. Yeah. And if, if, if our friends that we have have taught us anything is you can have both. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And, uh-huh. and, and once you have that fulfillment on, you know, the impact side, you need, you need less and less, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? On the mm-hmm. money side. 
Yeah. So sure. that's kind of how you accomplish both. And yeah, in my absolutely. Last question. This one comes from my 15 year old son. He told me I need to start asking everybody this question. Okay. Who's the coolest person's number you have in your phone and one crazy story. Oh man. It that, could be celebrity. Cool... It could be normal. It could be whatever, but whatever. That's a great question. And the coolest person number I have in my phone. Man, I, I would say, but I don't have a crazy story. Damn it. Um, <laughs> I would say the, the, the coolest person's number I have in my phone is probably Truby Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Why? Yeah. He, he just is. He's that motherfucker that you're like, damn it, you're cool. <laughs> like, I don't want to like you, but I have to like you because you're cool as shit. But no, he, he, he's a dude from Ohio. Um, he's responsible for the uh, Apex uh, membership sales. And um, he is, he's just a genuine individual. So I spent time with him personally. Um, I guess a crazy story is we flew on a private plane to Cabo. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I got to, I, I was housed in a house, and one of the mansions that we stayed at was with him. So, so Ryan Stuman creates this uh, Cabo Mastermind. It's an additional thing that you can do within the Apex community, but you can do this whether you're Apex or not. And it's like 15 grand seat, right? And so you go, you fly out private to Cabo and then you stay in a mansion and basically he brings in people to speak and it's this whole mastermind experience. And, and you do, you get a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with Ryan, you know, and that's, you get, you get it in the air and then you get it one V one in, in the houses, you know, the, the meals and, and everything. And not, not just him, but his top level people, which, you know, one of them was Drewby in that case and him and his wife, me and uh, my, my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> so that's a long story, but <laughs> so we actually got re-engaged. So she's my ex-wife, baby mama, girlfriend, and we got re-engaged in Cabo and Drewby was, was there for that. So that's kind of the crazy story, I guess, okay. behind it. Yeah. And so, um, so we, we planned this Cabo trip, right? And so we're, we're living together again. We divorced, reconciled, are living together again. And, uh, you know, we have three kids together. So, uh, but anyways, we plan this Cabo mastermind trip, pay for it, everything. We're, and on the way out there, I let Tyler know, Tyler Dozier, who's the oh. event coordinator for everything Apex, right? Yeah. I let him know, it's like, hey, um, I'm going to propose to Alicia. So we're probably going to disappear for like an hour. You know, I want to take her to the beach propose on the beach, do all the cheesy stuff. Cause we never did it the first time. And, um, he's like, let me get back to you. And I'm like, Tyler, no, no, no. I don't want you to plan a proposal. I'm just letting you know, Hey, we're going to disappear. So you don't think we've been abducted by the cartel, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, because that whole neighborhood is owned by the cartel, by the way, <laughs> if you're in it, you're safe. Right. But anyways, uh, so he comes back and he's like, it's going to be this whole thing you're going to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're going to do. So he planned the whole thing. And so, um, uh, you know, it was basically after dinner, we walk up to this beautiful mansion patio with the pool and, you know, Cabo is in the background, basically it's, it, it, it looks like uh, Hollywood Hills, right. Wow. And, but it's Cabo and there's the, uh, the bay and everything, beautiful sparkling lights. And then as we're walking up, there's flower petals on the ground. And there's this beautiful sign that says, uh, will you marry me? And so she sees it as we're walking up 
And then, you know, I get on one knee or whatever, and the sparklers start shooting in the air and everything. And I'm like, what is that? I don't, I, don't <laughs> I just knew I was supposed to get on a knee and do my thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we just have these amazing pictures and this amazing video, uh, basically our, my re-proposal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then in two weeks, we're going to uh, get remarried. And then a week after that, we'll have a barbecue in the hill country and it's catered and a big party and everything. Kind of cool. kind of celebrating that. But yeah, Drewby, <laughs> Drewby's the one that got me into it and everything. And so uh, he's just a, a really good friend now. We exchange pictures of each other's meat. Okay. So we barbecue. And barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and barbecue. <laughs> so we barbecue a lot. And so he just got into it. So he's been sending me pictures of his meat and asking me, you know, what I do for this and that. And I've been giving him advice and stuff like that. So. Yeah, That's I would say awesome. uh, Drewby Wilson. You know, yeah, I don't think I have any, any celebrities, you know, or anybody that, like, I mean, I guess Ryan, but I don't have his personal cell phone number. I don't even think he, like, obviously his team and stuff like that, but I don't think he gives that out. We just message on Instagram and and Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like, bought, I bought, bought a watch from him. You know, everybody <laughs> seems like they're buying watches from him these days. Yeah, flipping a lot of watches. It's really funny because, uh, so I, the girl I interviewed last week, she's actually in Apex as well. Her name's Taylor Sherman. She lives in uh, Fargo, North Dakota. Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, super cool. But so last week it was her, and Mm -hmm. she's like, I don't, I don't know. Like I just don't know. And she could not think of anything. So I was like, Hey, I don't, I don't want to give you this cheesy, easy answer, but you have not stopped talking about your husband for 45 minutes. So maybe, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my husband. Oh man. He's my world because she literally like everything was about her husband. I'm like, you're clearly in love, you know? (laughs) So as much as that's the easiest go-to I'll give that, I'll give you the freebie on that, you know? And so she totally took the the freebie, but before that, like the week before it was Thomas and he talked about Cabo and his, his, his example was Stephen Weatherford and he, I guess they had oh, a yeah. really crazy experience. Um, just some interesting stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. He and Stephen in Cabo and um, but everybody's different. Like for me, I, I have a, you know, so like now in this world that I'm in, in this day and age, it is more like, I, I would think it'd be more of an entrepreneur person that I would right. think in my mind. Yeah. Like you said, Oh, maybe Ryan. And those would be the kind of people that come to my mind today in a different Damn. season of life. It would I have been like when now. I was using do you? you? Okay, that hit that me with it. Just out of curiosity, who is it? Okay, so it, 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 it's got to be Jose Rodriguez. Okay, so he, the credit he owns, guy? Yeah, he owns uh, Got Credit, right? Yeah. These guys do, like, stupid. Like, he's probably one of the, like, in terms of gross income, probably one of the biggest guys in the group, right? Um, so I had... So I had paid for... And here I am talking about private flights again. I had paid for a mastermind in the sky with Ryan to Philadelphia. You know what I mean? There was like six or seven of us on that trip. And um, that was the first time that I got like one-on-one time with Ryan, you know? And uh, I'm just not the type to like, oh, can I get a picture? Or, hey, give me advice. You know, I'm I'm just, I want to be there. I want to be in the room and hear the conversations. You know, I'm more of a fly on the wall type guy. And uh, so I asked him, because you had, you had to go through him to pay for the trips at this through time. Now, Ryan now, 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 yeah, through Ryan. Okay. So, like, now he's got Mariana handling all that stuff, right? But uh, originally, you had to 
basically wire Ryan the money for the trip, right? And so we had some exchanges or whatever. And I asked him, I said, are you speaking? Because I want a ticket to whatever you're speaking at. I'll go and support, you know? And he's like, no, it's a, it's a consulting client. I'm like, okay, cool. And I started thinking about it and was like, you know, this is when I was like getting the, the nerve for the podcast and basically understanding that, hey, this is my niche, right? I'm like, hey, I'm going to get into consulting. I, I hadn't had my first consulting client yet. I'm going to get into consulting. Let me hold a camera. I'll take pictures for you. I've done all this type of stuff before back in my early years. And, you know, I can frame a picture, you know, uh, I'll be an extra camera guy. You know, I just want to be there and see what you guys are doing, you know? And so he says, okay, let me get back to you. And uh, he comes back and he says, hey, you do sales, right? And I'm like, yeah. Um, he's like, do you think you could do a sales training for uh, a credit sales team? I'm saying, like, hell yeah. I actually used to sell credit repair in my early 20s. <laughs> like, I'm one of those guys. I've done everything, right? Um, I said, hell yeah, I can put that together, you know? And so um, he, he's like, okay, I want you to, that, that's what I want you to do. And you can go to the consulting or whatever. And I'm like, perfect, you know? Um, and so like, I stress over this thing for like three weeks. I had, and again, you talked about alignment earlier in the show, everything lined up. I had just signed up with got credit a couple of weeks before. So I knew a salesperson with them. So I reached out to the salesperson. I said, what is your script? What is your sales process? What are y'all doing? None of those things were in place. Wow. You know, they, they had a script, but it was like six pages. It was insane. And, um, so I recognized they didn't have a lot of the 1.0 stuff because they're, they're hustlers. You know what I mean? Like basically they had a six or seven man sales team and the way that they learned was by watching each other, listening to each other. There was no like sales program, training program, onboarding, recruiting, any yeah. of that in place. So um, I built that out for them and I built out the sales training based on a lot of 1.0 stuff I teach in door to door. And so uh we went on the trip or whatever, and I'm nervous as shit. Like, how am I going to do a sales training with the hardcore closer in the same house? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that wasn't hit. That, that, that wasn't what he was there for. Obviously, he builds. He helps you build a legacy. Now, it's not about sales for him anymore. So Thomas was there on the operations side. Drewby was there on the sales side, but his was all follow-up game. Mine was selling them on the spot, right? And... um. Uh, I think Jose was there as well. And uh, so they had all those guys kind of honing in on their specialties, right? And so Drewby did his deal and then I did my training afterwards and I had the PowerPoint slides and I had them doing role play and I had them going crazy with the energy and everything. And then, so Ryan's sitting in the living room, Thomas is doing his thing with the operations team. And I recognized a lot of needs that they had. So I told Ryan about him. He's like, you know what, can you put this all into a after action report? Right. And so, you know, everybody had their after action reports that they did. Well, all of it was fresh in my mind. So that night we got back to McKinney, Texas, where the private airport was. And I'm up at like one in the morning doing my after action report. Cause it's fresh in my mind. I'm like, I'm not mm -hmm. going to fuck this up. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's my first, you know, obviously I wasn't getting paid for it. It was pure yeah. value. Didn't matter. Yeah. And that didn't matter. I wanted the experience. It was my first deal. I was super excited about it. So I sent out the after action report and the feedback I got from Ryan, Thomas, Drewby was just huge. They gave me all the validation I needed to get into consulting after that. So, and then to this day, uh, Jose Rodriguez still texts me and it's like sending me videos of his team doing role play. 
and of him executing on some of the strategies that I gave him. And now yeah. one of the biggest ones I gave him was your guys need a, a higher ticket item to be able to sell because they're selling like AT&T verse for us was like 75 bucks commission. Boom, boom, boom. Like we had to do, we had to hustle so hard to make a hundred grand. They need a higher ticket item to sell to business owners so they can get credit repair for their whole team type deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so he started executing on that recently in the last couple of months. So it's just Excellent. been really cool to, you know, that was the, I think at that time it was like five grand for that flight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it was just, a, and you got and, way more value than that. Oh, absolutely. Way more value. And then I'm sitting um, next to, sitting next to Jacob Stallers, like owns 20 different businesses, multimillionaire, badass, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. he's talking to the whole time. Ryan's just sitting there like, you know, Jacob done way more than I have. Like, <laughs> He's letting him talk the whole time. It was pretty cool. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's a perfect way to segue out of this because the story that you just told that you didn't even plan on telling mm -hmm. lines up exactly with my introduction, which was the first thing I learned about you was servant leadership. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly the story you just told, even though you didn't plan on telling that you went on the trip for you, you went for you originally, yeah, absolutely. you went for you to learn and grow and be a fly on the wall. Mm -hmm. But what you provided was servant leadership. What you provided was that you saw an opportunity to like bring value the same as you saying, dude, let me send you a couple of cases of the, of the energy drink. Like what's your address? It's the same yeah. as you saying, let me hold a camera in the room. I just want to be in the room. I just want to be in the room. I'll yeah. hold a camera. I don't need anything. Just, I just want to be in the room. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that turned into something where you brought tons of value that, like you said, is now something that's not only is it being implemented, but, um, it's still being talked about and utilized. So that's, that's powerful. That's huge. Yeah. I, I hope that I know, I don't know you yet. Well, but I hope that you give yourself some credit and acknowledgement because um, you are doing the work and that work is paying off and, and it's impacting others. And, and that, to me, that's the name of the game. How can I impact others? How can I bring value to other people? How, how can we, how can we leave this world just a little bit better every single day? You know, and I mm -hmm. think that that's what you're doing, dude. It's, it's been a, it's such a pleasure talking to you. You're doing cool things. There's some cool alignment things. We've talked about alignment a lot in this message. But yeah. also just the podcast stuff, the trailer. I want to I want to visit with you more um, because those are some fun things for me outside of kind of outside of business, although it is business for us, too. Mm -hmm. But um, those are things that are like really good, like got my mind going, you know, good nuggets. So, uh, man, it's been a joy. It's awesome. I guess the very last thing I want to know is like, where do you see yourself in three years from now um, as a whole? Sometimes I niche that question down, but just as a mm -hmm. whole, where's where's Argenta? Where's Doug? Where's life for you in three years? So in three years, um, you know, we have on the company side, we're projected to be doing 10 million annually, you know, so um, we should have 50 to 60 salespeople. Uh, our solar division should be going well. Our RPD referral partner development program should be going. And then our consulting division should be going at that point. And then the consulting division is based on my platform that I talk a lot about on my podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, so that, that should be in full swing, but that should all require my, me working 30 hours a week is, is my target. Right. And then, so at that point in three years, I'll have two kids in high school and one in middle school doing their last year in middle school. And so um, I'm sure I'm going to be heavily involved in their sports, their after school activities, and then uh, I should have a contract on a hundred acre ranch at that point. Really? That's, that's the long-term personal goal is yeah. to get into a hundred acre ranch, 
and then build a home by the time that I'm 40. So I got four years for that. Very cool. Build a home on that ranch and move, move out to it by the time that I'm 40. And we're on three acres now. That'll be like, you know, when the kids move out, they can move into that home, you know what I mean? Go to college locally kind of thing. Um, and so that, that's kind of where I want to be in those different transitions and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And obviously you have to be married for three years at that point. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, congratulations on that too. Yeah. Congratulations on that. I think that's a crazy story. That's, that's a fun story to share just to hear. Like, I, I want to try and find a soundbite of that. It's like, um, well, she's my ex-wife, my baby mama, my girlfriend, my fiance, and we're yeah. about to get married. Yeah. Damn, bro. <laughs> that's a light. We could do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that dude, I, yeah. Have, I have done whole podcasts on that. So that's I don't awesome. think she's come out with it yet, but Taylor Feimster has a podcast releasing soon. And I did a podcast with Alicia, my fiance okay. on that. And we go through the whole thing. Okay. Taylor yeah. Feimster is a real estate person, right? Yeah. Her husband is Chris Feimster. Yeah. What's so their operate? They're, they're an ex exp. Uh, okay, but yeah, but they're like big time real estate in the, in the oh, Dallas yeah. market or something. Yeah. No, no, no. They're in Florida. They are. Okay. So yeah, oddly enough, total side note, and then we'll wrap this up. <laughs> but at, 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 at MDM, she got the craziest applause. I can't remember who said her name on stage. I don't know if it was Ryan or somebody uh-huh. used her name and dude, the crowd went crazy. Like she's got a fan base. I don't know mm-hmm. her, never heard of her in my life, but yeah. as soon as I, I, as soon as I heard it, I immediately followed her on Instagram. Um, so whatever she's doing, she's doing something right. So what she did is she created, uh, apex spouses group. Okay. So it's anybody that's an apex, their spouse, she created uh-huh. a group for them to come and like talk about being the husband or wife of an entrepreneur that is at the level that they're in apex, you know, very cool. And so, Very and cool. then she's, she's also uh, leveled up to executives herself and, um, uh, started her podcast as well. So she's That's making awesome. a lot of impact through all those things. Yeah. Wow. That's somebody I'd, I'd love to, I should pay better attention to her for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. No, she's a beast. That's cool, man. Well, again, I, I appreciate you. Uh, thanks for taking the time today. I'm excited to see what happens for you over the next couple of years. I know you'll be right where you want to be or further in the next three years. And uh, if there's anything I can ever do for you, man, I'd be honored to to do whatever it is that I could do. And uh, I look forward to watching you, bro. I really appreciate you, man. Yeah, you as well. Um, this has been one of the like more conversational, easy flow. You know what I mean? So you're first off, you're a great podcast host. So uh, I want to recognize you for that for sure. But it's, it, it's been an honor. It's been a, a great podcast. I'm definitely going to steal some of this content for my own stuff too, for sure. <laughs> Please do. That's, that's a huge compliment in itself. So that's awesome. Hey, my friends, thanks for being on and listening to the podcast this week. I want to remind you guys, you can watch it, listen to it, wherever, wherever the podcast goes, audio or visual or visual like YouTube, uh, they are available to see or hear. I will ask you guys to subscribe, hit the notification button. If you get a chance that way, every time a new episode comes out, you can find that everything we've talked about. Generally speaking, you're going to find that in the description guys. I'll make sure I put, uh, Doug's info his Instagram. Also, um, I don't know. Are you on YouTube, Doug? Yeah. Okay. I'll make sure his yeah, YouTube, YouTube link is there. Well. Also a couple of his favorite books. He's clearly got a whole bunch right now. Uh, <laughs> I'll put those there as well in the description. So they're easy links to find for you guys. Um, so again, once again, I appreciate you guys being here. Appreciate you listening. And uh, Doug, just so you know, this episode comes out Friday at 8 a.m. And I'll send you the info. Awesome. Appreciate you. Right. Jess. Thanks guys. All right, guys, as always, I hope you got some value from 
that interview. So first things first, please go to the Chaz Way podcast and follow that podcast. He's doing an amazing job over there, as well as I only have one fee. If you guys wouldn't mind, please go and give me a review on on uh, Apple, on Spotify, wherever you consume podcasts. I would appreciate that. And just so you guys know, I made the announcement last week on my social media that I am now consulting again. And so I just obtained another client today. So I've got two more clients to get for the end of the month. Looks like we're ahead of schedule. But if that's something that you'd be interested in, just reach out to me at txbizdad.com. Looking forward to it, guys. And let's get building. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. Remember, great sales teams are not recruited. They are built block by block. Until next time.